Welcome to the Wild Mother Podcast. Here we discuss the raw, real, and soulful journey of mothers. We dive into the unjust expectations on mothers and explore ways to uplift, honor, and recreate a deep well of nourishment for the caregivers of this world. Exploring topics from the history of how we got here and the patriarchal systems of oppression that have brought mothers to their knees, to the struggles of parent-child relationships, or the forgotten parts of ourselves and how to reclaim them. As early childhood educators, we share ways to get your children on board with the shifts you want to make, placing you back on your throne as queen of your home with ease for greater fulfillment and appreciation. We deliberately use the word mother here, for this is an inclusionary term for us. We don't care how you identify as long as you are pulled toward the great mother archetype and the divine feminine that belongs to us all, not just the womb keepers. You are welcome here, and we are excited to have you. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Emily. Hi. Good to hear you on this uh, glorious day. Yes, this glorious day where we get to dive into a really nice juicy topic for the month of how to work with big emotions in our children. Yeah, it was one of the number one requested topics that we offer. And I completely understand because all of us who are parents know what what a horror it can be sometimes. (laughs) It can. (laughs) And how inconvenient it can be sometimes. Right. Don't they always seem to happen at the most inopportune time? Yeah. Those moments where you're like, oh God, please not right now. Yeah. (laughs) Or I just need to finish this. Please. Let me do this. Let me do this. Just hold it together until we get to the car. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It doesn't, uh, can't, can't hold that together. Nope. No. No. <laughs> well, I thought maybe we could just touch base really quick on like what we think big emotions are. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important to clarify what that is. And um, yeah, so what comes up for me immediately with big emotions are tantrums, mm-hmm. which we have experienced with our children. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, tantrums, um, meltdowns. loud, yeah, meltdowns, loud expressions, moodiness, mm-hmm. anger. Mm, anger can mm. be really hard and triggering. Anger can be very hard for people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that one, it, it's quite triggering. I, I've experienced that working with families a lot. That one in particular is, it's hard to, find acceptance for that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things about big emotions is just actually the term big emotion is that the bigness of the emotion feels like um, it feels bigger, right? It feels so big that it's hard to manage or it's hard to control. Like it's literally something outside of me that is bigger than me. It's and that you put it, yeah, that control too of just like, I can't control it. 
Mm. Like it's something I have no control over that brings up, like, it can feel scary. Um, Mm. It can feel dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, It can trigger our parenting stories of like, we're not doing the right thing or we're doing something wrong or they wouldn't behave this way. Uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many stories around that. Yeah. And we've both had kids. We're, you know, we're both moms and moms, teachers for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've, we've seen it through so many, so many expressions and incarnations. Yeah. 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 And it, it, and there's a different experience when, at least for me, I don't know about you, I would imagine it would be the same, but like my children having a um, tantrum or meltdown or some big emotion. And as a teacher, my experience Mm -hmm. of when children are having those experiences. Yeah. And not only that, but then how to manage it because we know the domino effect, right? Mm -hmm. Of when Mm -hmm. a child can have it, how it can sort of dysregulate everybody. So we've learned some really good skills, I think, over the years of how to kind of work with that in both a one-on-one and group situations. Yeah, definitely. and just, just to go back to what they are, again, also big emotions are, you know, when it comes to children, especially young children, um, all big emotions really are, are, are big expression of feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just what, what that child is feeling and just it fully expressed through their whole body. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's where children live. Right? Children live fully in their bodies, and emotions just move through them and are expressed and released. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. can be really magical and beautiful too. Because like once they are done expressing it, they're not holding on to it anymore. Uh huh. Yeah, I know you have a story about that. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly do. Yeah, tell me because your yeah. story was what is it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, so so my story, I have a story around working with big emotions that came from my one of my best teachers which was my daughter. Mm. Um and when she was very little, um they would have tantrums that would there were moments where I found myself questioning, is my child possessed? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was like the head didn't fully turn around in circles, but it was, it felt close and there was spitting and, and shouting and writhing and throwing their bodies on the floor. And and it would go on sometimes for over an hour. Wow. And it was pure, just at times rage and everything. It was like, it was an expulsion of 
anything and everything um, in these giant explosions. And, oh. and I did, I saw a pattern where like it was building and building and then the volcano would blow and everything would come out. Oh. Um, and as a parent, I, you know, was watching it and trying all the things to, to mitigate it, to, to, to stop it, to, you know, what am I doing wrong? What is, what does this child need that I am not doing? Mm. And, um, and at that time in my life, I was doing this really, I got involved in this really great process work, um, mm -hmm. piece work, where you, you really find ways of getting in touch with your own child aspects. Um, but you learn this vital skill of becoming the observer. So I took this particular tantrum where I was like, okay, they might be possessed. Um, <laughs> and, okay, I need to, I need, you know, I, after the fact, because you can't do it in, in the, the pure emotion, but that evening after bedtime, I took some time and I sat with it and I, and I used this skill that I had learned where I go back into the situation. I put myself back into it. Um, fully as fully as I can and pulling up all the emotion that came with it um, visualizing it completely and then I stopped that movie as if it was like a movie and I pressed pause and mm -hmm. I stopped it and then I moved to that observer position of like I'm just watching this movie unfold I have no attachment to anything that's happening I'm just watching the characters mm -hmm. and I did that and then I paused it again and then I decided I was going to step into the role of that child having the tantrum. Mm. And I was going to be that child mm. to feel what it felt like to have that tantrum and to get an idea of what might be needed. Mm. And so when I did that, it totally shifted my whole perspective of what was happening. Mm. And I was able to let go of anything being wrong at all. Mm. And what I found in that moment was it felt amazingly powerful to just rant and rage when I was angry. Mm. <laughs> I stepped into my child's body and felt that pure emotion just pouring through me and releasing it and how good and cathartic it felt to just let it all out and be done with it. Uh -huh. And then, so I, I went through that and just felt it. And then I, I came back to myself in the present moment and, and it really, it changed, changed the way I worked with their big emotions. Um, and I, and I found myself that I never got upset about them again. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was that powerful because I had a better understanding of like, just how, how good it can feel to release when you need a relief, mm -hmm. um, that it wasn't about anything being wrong. It was just a necessary expression. Mm -hmm. And, and as an adult, like I could see like, oh my gosh, there are moments in my life where I would love to just let loose and oh my scream. Gosh. 
Right. <laughs> right. But but we're trained not to do that because it's unacceptable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but right. for children, they don't have that training yet. It's perfectly acceptable to scream when you're angry or you're upset or something isn't going the way that you want it to and you're frustrated as hell. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And, oh. and yeah. And as adults, we've we've not only have we been trained, but we've also developed skills of how to recognize when things are coming up or we, yes, that is the other part. And young children don't have those yeah, skills yet. And that's it. And that's the glory of these big emotions and why they're necessary is it's their opportunity to develop those skills. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So the very skills that allow us as adults to deal with stress, to learn how to navigate it, to build our resiliency and be able to handle those big stressful emotions in an adult way is learned through the very tantrums that we as parents don't want them to have. We don't want them to have them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we want them to be functioning adults, right, yeah. then, then, then the tantrum is one of those pathways to getting there. It is one of those pathways. And um, not that we want to have children just having tantrums all the time, no. but just more so having that understanding that they will happen mm-hmm. and, and it's good for them to happen. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that it's happening and they are developing skills and they're learning to regulate themselves. But in the beginning, it is messy, right? It is right. messy. And, but what causes greater mess is when we are holding judgment around it yeah. and expectation around it, that it is a bad thing and it should stop. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. And the, and we try to control it. And it's if an we incont- try to control it. Yep. Yeah. It's an incontrollable thing. And then and then we get more dysregulated and upset, which yeah, which in turn gets them more dysregulated and upset. And then we're yeah. two people at this point, we're not parent child anymore. Now we're yeah. two people equally having we're- tantrums. <laughs> yeah. We're we're both child seat at that point, and there yeah. is no adult present. Right. right. Yeah. There's no adult present. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so these are necessary. And, and I really liked when we were talking earlier that, you know, we don't want them to have unnecessary, um, you know, tantrums. We don't want this to be like, you don't need to have them on a consistent, it's not like, you know, making sure you get your protein in order yeah. for you to develop. We need our, we need our daily tantrum. <laughs> right. Come no, on. we don't. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah. But when they occur and, and, and w- there will be cues, right. And because mm-hmm. these are cues and signals that are giving us an insight into our child and something that might yeah. be out of alignment or something that they might be needing like a new phase of development possibly right yeah so you know 
yeah, that's exactly it. Because oftentimes tantrums and bit or, you know, just big emotions, we can just move outside of the word tantrum, because, yeah. you yeah. know, just even just big emotions, they do often happen around developmental shifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can see that it's this point of, um, something becoming out of alignment there's some sort of shift happening there's some sort of deregulation in their system Mm -hmm. and they are doing whatever is in their capacity to do to bring themselves back in to alignment to to re reintegrate themselves Mm -hmm. and to find regulation Mm -hmm. once again yeah yeah Mm -hmm. So it can, so it can totally be those moments of child development, but it can also be simple things too, right? Like they haven't gotten enough sleep or grandparents were there for the week and their entire schedule is off. Their rhythm is off. Yeah. All of those things, anything that causes stress. And we know that any change causes Mm -hmm. stress. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 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 The littlest things. And, you know, we mostly work with families that have children seven and under. So mm-hmm. it's particularly heightened for early childhood. Like the things that we think are normal to shift or, you know, changes that we think might be normal or not cause an issue at all or mm-hmm. can be very big depending on the child that you're talking about. It can have a Completely. very big impact on them. Yeah. Yeah, and what feels so small and easy for us is because we have a lifetime of skill set behind it mm-hmm. that allows it to feel easy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for young children, they have not developed those skills yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. So they will express it through their bodies. They will express it with big emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they are, that they're regulating, that they're integrating. They and, and they're, they're, they're their letting, best. they're doing their best. They're being their best selves in, in the way that they can. And they're, they're doing what their body needs to do. And they're showing us all the time yeah. um, areas that, that might need attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know if we stop, if we stop and really think about those moments prior to really big emotions, yeah, we can see where there's the buildup, right? We oftentimes we can. Oftentimes, yeah. yeah. Oftentimes, yeah. Not, not we see time. it. Oftentimes we see it, and we're trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. We're trying to mitigate it. We're trying to negotiate around it and manipulate it. I often see that and I've totally done it myself as a parent where I'm just like, like, okay, fine, fine. Just, yep, yep. Just anything to like keep that blow up from happening right now. Um, And my, my favorite being like, if we, if you just can just, just do what I say, then like when we get, we'll go get an ice cream. (laughs) Right. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you can have your favorite thing. Like food was always the thing for me. You can have, you can have, or like you go get a new toy, right? We'll go, we'll go to the store and get a new toy. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are those, yeah, there's those bargaining Bargaining. moments, but also there's those buildup moments where, where you can sense that things are off. So you're trying to pacify. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and and keep it all nice and and good. Yeah. <laughs> and so for myself in in my my work, you know, definitely through because I had so much experience as a teacher, but then also I had this wonderful teacher in the form of my child. Yeah. Um, I learned very quickly that not to not to do the pacifying method and that if I saw something building, I would just have the boundary that would make it happen right then. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> inevitable. It's going it's to inevitable. happen. Inevitable. It is completely inevitable. There yeah. is something that needs to be expressed. Yeah. And so I would choose the moment that felt like, okay, we're here at the house. You're gonna you keep pushing up against boundaries because you're seeking the thing that will let it out yeah yeah so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna hold this boundary right now because I know you this is actually what you need you need the reason to let it all go yeah so let's hold the boundary before um like I I keep having this image of a dam so like if the dam is there and the you know the water level is still low but if we keep if we keep pacifying, if the dam is the pacifier and then the mm. emotion is the water and it keeps rising and keeps rising mm-hmm. and keeps rising mm-hmm. at some point, like that expression is going to be even more, even, <laughs> even more. Yeah. It's just yeah. going to be that much bigger. So you may yeah. as well just get it over with, get like it. do it, do it. And yeah. And then, and then when we get it, when we're getting it over with, some of that is just about the way that we perceive it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, if we're ab, if we are freaking out and we know that like a big explosion is about to happen and we're doing everything that we can to keep it from happening because we have it's we're the ones who have difficulty with it because it's difficult on us it's difficult on us yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so if we can begin to shift that perspective and not have as much weight or investment into our Mm -hmm. children's emotional state or like you know get caught up in their whirlpool of emotion and stay regulated mm-hmm. with within ourselves, then yeah. oftentimes that big emotion can just have its expression and we can move forward. Yeah. It can just be an expression and yeah. And it is over as soon as they get to express it. Because that's the magic of children too is they can have like So that story I shared about my child, like they had that giant tantrum where I was afraid they were possessed and an exorcism was needed. But (laughs) once it was expressed, it was done. And then, you know, and how I met that going forward is like, I would allow the emotion, the emotion would get expressed and then we would come together joyously and lovingly and we'd snuggle and and I'd be like, oh, that you really needed to let that out. And you know, she would be like, yeah. I'm like, do you feel better? So yeah. And, um, and then we would go on as if it never happened and it wasn't a part of our life anymore. There was no more struggle around it. And, you know, 
we connected and bonded and went on around with our day joyful and happy. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, so yeah. So if we can take ourselves out of the story of what that, what it is and why it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because one thing that I know for, for my own experience and watching a lot of families too, is like, oftentimes what comes up, well, there's multiple things. One, a popular one is like, oh, why, why are they doing this? Mm. <laughs> like mm. we're frustrated with it. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> we don't, we don't understand it. And we start taking it personal. Personally. Yeah. Why are they doing this to me? Why are they, yeah. making my why life are they hard? doing this right now? Can't they see that I'm already busy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, they, no, they can't. They can't mm -hmm. actually. No. <laughs> like literally cannot. The brain is yeah. not it, uh, online for that. And, processing. and it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is fully their expression, their experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it has nothing to do about us as, yeah. as parents. Yeah. Uh, one of the big, one of the big ones for me, it was always um, like, am I traumatizing my children? Like right. I've done something wrong here. I, I, I must be doing something wrong or they wouldn't act yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now, now this is going to last forever. It's going to be a sever in my relationship with them. We're not going to be as close. They're not going to love me. What happens when they will grow up now? to be sociopaths? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm doing the worst possible job in the world. Oh. And clearly that is the case because of this display that is before me and the trajectory of this is going to end really badly in the next 20 years. <laughs> like I yeah. put that much on this on one this thing. One experience. Yeah. 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 And it's not always one. I mean, it's, a, it's never just the one experience because they, no. they, they happen throughout, throughout their young lives. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we do, we, we hold so much weight in those moments of like, oh my gosh, this is a sure sign that they, that I am failing and they will become horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That never know how to handle their emotions and will always have outbursts and tantrums, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's funny because, you know, we, when we were their age, also had those tantrums. <laughs> also had those big emotions yeah. and and most of us I am assuming have learned the skills to not do it in that degree I mean some of us still have our tantrums uh -huh. um but the reality is like we're constantly evolving and growing and this is part of the growth process and mm -hmm. what we see before us right now in this moment is not who our child will always mm -hmm. be in their life so, so true. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. That is like, that's one of the nuggets, I think, yeah. one of the gems. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to forget that mm -hmm. because we're, we're, we're dealing with this right now. And this right now is really uncomfortable and I don't like it at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this 
takes practice, right? So once, <laughs> once we gather this information or our perspective is, is, uh, you know, has shifted or we have new information mm -hmm. about this, then mm -hmm. it takes practice to be able to integrate it and, and use that information in these really challenging moments and to not mm -hmm. expect everything to change on a dime. No, like this time, right? No, it won't always change on the dime. But I think the, the key here is to getting into a place where we're not trying to change our child's behaviors in that, those moments, but our own. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that is that is actually where the magic is. And when we get to that place, mm -hmm. we will see that one, those moments no longer trigger us, no longer have the emotional zap and zing that drives us crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so we we care less about them. And in that, it allows our children to have more freedom around it and um, mm. you'll find that things shift and they move through them much faster and you become much more skillful at seeing where they're building too mm. and getting out ahead of it. Mm -hmm. And where mm. and when and how to hold those boundaries so that, mm -hmm. um, so that it doesn't have to happen quite as, as often and in such a dramatic yeah, Dramatic. you can you can get better at seeing it coming and then choosing mm -hmm. the best place for it to happen where you can allow because this is a, a other piece is like children need that space to be allowed to have it. Yeah, that safe space where they can still be held in love and mm -hmm. fall apart and then come back together. Mm hmm. Yeah. And you know, and we need that as adults. We all like that should resonate because we've all we have those friendships we go to that that are this this is my friend that I can fall apart with. Wow. Yeah. And and come back together. Yeah. And or we have that partner, we have those relationships. We still do it as adults. We just do it in a very different fashion. Mm -hmm. Um, and mm -hmm. so our relationship with our children is about creating that safety and security where they can fall apart. Yeah, yeah. And we can just be there to lovingly wait it out, to, wait it out. to let them Hold. know that we are there without like necessarily pushing them away or judging them or shaming mm -hmm. them, but just yeah. let them know they're having a moment of expression yeah. and yeah. here I am waiting for you. Yeah, like, oh, you're feeling some things. Yeah, mm -hmm. I hear it. I yeah. hear it. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And while parents are learning how to do this, it takes time. And to be patient and to be kind and gentle with yourself as you learn how to integrate this new information. Yeah, gentle with yourself, um, just as you would be gentle with your child. Mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. if we wouldn't say it to our child we shouldn't say it to ourselves 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Yeah. 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 And um, in this, in this line too, I think it, it's helpful to, you know, first, the first step is to just bring awareness to how we as the adult are feeling in that situation. If we're mm -hmm. noticing that it's challenging, you know, allowing that and noticing it is the, always the first step to bring awareness like, oh, oh, I'm feeling frustrated right now. Yeah. I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. Mm -hmm. And then you can start bringing in the things that will help you work mm -hmm. with that and getting to a place where you can just allow their expression without it affecting yours. Yeah. Yeah. If you come from the strong center where like, I like to give the, this you know, that metaphor of like, we can be the lighthouse on the solid ground, shining mm -hmm. the light while our children mm -hmm. are being bounced by the rough sea. Like yes. they know where to come to, to find safety and we're solid and strong in ourselves. I um, love that visual. I yeah. love it. And that is also backed up by science because we yeah. know, we know that if a person is dysregulated mm -hmm. and they are near a regulated person that mm -hmm. their nervous system will regulate to the regulated. Yes. Yes. We, we know that. Yes. And so if we as adults get dysregulated by our child's emotions, then, then there's no, there's no, um, guided guiding light, like the lighthouse. <laughs> Right. We're just both lost at sea. We're both just lost at sea. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want no. that one. No. Yeah. No. It happens and it's okay. It if does. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Totally. And yeah, that's, that's where the patience comes in, right? Because like we're learning how to do it. Yeah. And it's that willingness to learn. Like all those experiences yeah. are beautiful and experiences to feel grateful for because it's, it's a good thing to know what you don't want to repeat. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, we have discussed uh, quite a bit about big emotions today, and mm -hmm. it was super fun talking to you about this. I love it. Exploring. <laughs> Exploring yeah, it is fun. That. Yeah. I want, I did want to just bring out a couple reflection questions that I think would be great for okay. parents if they decided to take up some work around this. Okay. Um, because, you know, one thing that in these big moments that they're having, we, we get triggered. And I, and I, as parents, especially working with the big emotions, I think, you know, we can ask ourselves these questions later mm -hmm. of like, you know, why does it matter? Uh -huh. <laughs> that they're having right. this big emotion uh-huh why do you why, care <laughs> why do I care why do I care that this is happening uh -huh. you know and kind of like really do some inquiry around that and see mm -hmm. what comes up like because usually mm -hmm. what happens is we start to see a lot of the stories we tell ourselves yeah. and they're just stories and when when we recognize them as stories, then we can decide consciously if we want to invest in those stories or if we're done with them and they no, no longer serve us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're getting all sorts of stories from, from the larger society of what it is to be a parent and to be a mother and to do it right. And then we have the ones that we were brought up with, the ones that we somehow made an agreement to at some point in our life. And um, 
you know, so if we can just start asking ourselves in those moments of like, why does, why, why do I care right now? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and we might see that unfolding drama of like, because they will become a sociopath if I, right. if right. I allow this, and, right. you know, then we can be like, is okay. that true? Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> really where this will go yeah. you know and then yeah. we can start taking little little action steps based on 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 what comes up for us mm -hmm. yeah. and get clear on what is really important to us in those moments mm -hmm. yeah recognizing our our yeah some of our pain points that might be our yeah. pain points but also what you know those our our core truths of what really matters and you know maybe mm -hmm. what really matters is that i just maintain a sense of connection with my child mm -hmm. at this point mm -hmm. um, or maybe it's something else but like you don't know until you really start asking and looking at it yeah yeah mm -hmm. i love that i mm -hmm. love that those are important questions yeah, yeah. to look at because that's where like you said the the shift from within yeah ourselves this yeah, that is the most powerful part of our, mm -hmm. and that it, those that it really is our parenting power. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. Well, we want to thank all of you yes. for joining us today. That was really really fun. We hope that you found it enjoyable and helpful and supportive and insightful. Yeah, and, and when you meet that next big emotion and tantrum we hope that you know maybe now you can see it with a little bit more humor mm -hmm. or a little bit more grace and gentleness for yourself in those moments yeah yeah mm -hmm. and if you can't seem to do that and you're still struggling in it emily and i love to work with parents one-on-one -on -one, um to to help you you know dive into that and dissect it a little bit more and uh it's part of the work we do here at Wild Mother Collective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we are always available. So you can always reach out. Yeah. So you can check mm -hmm. out um, wildmothercollective.com and then you can also sign up for any of our newsletters or for our newsletter, um, which comes out a couple times a month. And we're always giving tips and tricks on lots of little things and often have. Um, uh, lots of helpful information that can support you. So yeah, anything else you wanna share? I think that's it. Thank you okay. for joining us and, and yeah, enjoy those big emotions. Yeah, and next month we're gonna be, <laughs> yeah, enjoy them. Enjoy them. <laughs> and next month for a month of May, we're doing the mama month. We're doing a month yeah. all about moms and mother. Oh. Yeah, and um, we are going to be I think our topic for next month is how to maintain some sense of self along the, the journey of motherhood. Yeah. So, yeah. Good one. All right. Well, um, thank bye. you. Thank you. Uh -huh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>